0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, so we were talking about Ape Talata, which is the license to... um, to repeat over information that was said over in front of three people. Um, however, we've been going through different qualifications, which uh, which make which seem to exclude the rule. So he's going to give number six now. Everything that we said, pertains to whether it is prohibited to report or repeat um, itself. Meaning itself exactly as it was said by, by Leovin. Chas v'Shalom, God forbid, Leosif. If Levi chooses to add another line of his to the report, or to enhance the matter to make it more matim for the listener, Shimon, by saying, for example, that the story Reuven said about Shimon, was very fitting, because Shimon is that type of guy. He added that sentence, or something similar to that. This is certainly forbidden in all circumstances. Because Levi is actually damaging Shimon, he's harming him with these added words, more than the uh, original report that uh, would have circulated on its own. Though, um, no, th- though there was already, this is making it worse. Veod, more than that, ze By doing so, Levi is basically announcing to everyone, he makes it clear, that he believes the report to be true, because he's adding more things. And this is forbidden to all, uh, to everyone, all opinions, in all circumstances. As we'll explain later on, in cloud number 7, Sif Aleph. <clears throat> now, therefore, we have to, uh, be very careful uh, about speaking about past deeds of a person. Even if it's known that Shimon did something when he was young, and it's well known, uh, when he was young, this guy was the worst kid in class. This guy, when he was young, you know, oy, 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 what do you should do on the street? It's known. <laughs> So long as that right now he's behaving. If Shimon is behaving now and he's 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 well uh, 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 c- uh, c- conducting himself properly, then you can't say you can't talk about his past. Also, also you can't you can't speak negatively about Shimon's family history, where it's uh, well known that they didn't conduct themselves properly oh Shimon's family uh, the, the Bergmans oh, I don't really want to talk about the Bergmans <laughs> again as long as Simon is not following his, 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 his those ways in all such cases where the the matter of what of the wrongdoings of Shimon or his family does not reflect on what he's doing now because now Shimon is a good guy. You're not allowed to disparage or disgrace Shimon by mentioning this to his friends. And anyone that violates this and decides that he wants to tell other people, even if Shimon is not present, and your intent is to embarrass Shimon in the eyes of his fellow Jews, even if he doesn't embellish the truth, the fact is that Shimon now is a good guy and you are relating truth to what he used to do 20 years ago. He is categorized as a person in the class of lasonara speakers. So bad are those groups these are individuals that do not merit to receive the, um, the uh, Shekhinah. And the Apetlata license cannot be applied in such a case whatsoever. Even though the information is widely known. Because Shimon doesn't deserve any disgrace just because of his past behaviors, or because of his forefathers' behavior, as it's written in the book of Yeheskel, "Ben kol A son will not be held accountable for the sin of the father. All the intentional sins he committed will not be remembered. And when you speak about Shimon this way, you're 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 rendering him as a, as a as a uh, an item for public ridicule. Because of his past, and that's forbidden to do so. Okay, that was number six. Number seven <coughs> it says, um, You should also know, hu that the entire license of apetlata applies only with respect to allowing Levi, the speaker, okay, to repeat the information to Yehuda. Aval, mitzad When it comes to Yehuda, Yehuda is the listener, he's hearing it from Levi. Um, he only has permission to hear the report, but he cannot believe it or accept it as fact. That is, if Levi knows that the nature of Yehuda that immediately upon hearing what uh, this information about Shimon, he's going to accept this negative information. And it might well be that he would add other comments about Shimon. It's forbidden for Levi under any circumstances to repeat. Um, to such a person, even the slightest negative information about Shimon. And if Levi does do it, he will transgress the Averam of do not place a stumbling block in front of the blind. As we explained in the introduction at length with regards to this prohibition, I am cham, see over there. Okay, so again, although Levi... Heard the information that was said in presence of three people, which technically gives him permission to repeat it by repeating to someone who's going to violate the law, but, because he's going to believe the report as true and might embellish it. That that is uh, therefore Levi is not allowed to repeat it. Everything that we said now uh, in this klal with uh, that is prohibited. Who im yaskira is prohibited for Levi. To repeat uh, uh, the information about Shimon, even if he does not mention, he doesn't mention the original speaker, which would be Reuven, in the presence of three listeners. So even if he just leaves Reuven out, it's still not, uh, it's still not allowed. Rather, even if Levi said that such and such was said about Shimon, Afilo it's forbidden if any of the above situations that we said disqualify the Apaytlata. And therefore, um, he he says the obvious here, after all these things that all the qualifications of Apetlata, he's gonna say, after everything we learned, take note, my brother. Distance yourself from this leniency. Don't even consider it a leniency. For there's hardly a case where it actually applies. And even if all the conditions were fulfilled. You would have to study more to see whether the halakha actually follows the lenient opinion of the Rambam, Okay. Who says? Who who explains that? The, remember, it was only him out of the five who said that "apeitlata" means you just said it in front of three people. Because according to many authorities, there's no source for this leniency altogether in the Gemara. And like we wrote in Chaim, someone who is concerned about. His spiritual welfare should distance himself from uh, relying on this on this uh on this leniency. Okay. How the let's let's go way back here. That's how he explained. Let's see where it is. Here it is. Rabam Hilchodilt. Paragraph 7, Halacha He. Again, the the Apetlata the is if Reuven said La Sonara about Shimon in the presence of three listeners, it is per- permitted for the listeners to repeat the Sonara. Once three people heard the derogatory statement, it's deemed public knowledge and therefore can be repeated. So, everything that he's been saying till now, all these laws, what he said in this last paragraph, is that assuming you're basing the that the Apetlata is how the Rambam describes Apetlata. So my question is, right? Where does the Rambam get source? Oh, I don't. Uh, that's how he. That's. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how he gets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know where he gets this from. But again, what he said over here, there's, there's, there's four other rishonim, Tosafot, Rashi, Rabenu Yonah who said that that's not even the meaning of apetlata. I mean. So. Asking. But you can ask the same question about the other ones as well. Where do they get, uh, you know, you know? How, it's how it's how you d- the, uh, how you define a Each one had their own the That was their job to define, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, what was said or what was written in, in the in the Gemara. Again, remember, it's all based on the Gemara. The Gemara tells us in Baba Batra, any matter stated. Uh, yeah, okay. So there's... So but, I'm, but I'm asking, where... There's a Gemara the, Gemara. the Gemara Ba'abatra, the Gemara, the Gemara, b'a Gemara b'a LaMetet, says that we said this, that any uh, information that was said in front of three people, okay, is not subject to La Sonhara. So now, how do you define also, that Rambam statement? So Rambam says, he, he takes it most literally, and others yeah, uh, say, no, not necessarily. It's most literally, but he was following the the interpretation of the Rambam, and that's why he concludes, that it could be that maybe uh, Allah has not liked the Rambam, and, and therefore you should stay far, far, far away from this. Okay, we'll stop here, and then we'll continue tomorrow.